Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well met, fellow adventurers. Uh, so, I'm moving towards Foxfell, Foxwell Forest, where there were a couple of small adventures to do. The ancient Foxwell Stock Forest stands on the eastern shoulder of the of the sand spit in the northeastern corner of the kingdom. Ooh, observation link. No, no, that's not awakened link. Not haunted or cursed, the forest is prized for its healthy and vast population of hardwoods, as well as an abundance of game. The forest was long ago decreed by the crown to be free land. What is free land? Free land refers to any land decreed by Titus King to be available for use by all of the kingdom's citizenry. Usually, this designation is used to allow hunting, woodcutting, and stone excavation in remote or forested areas. Land that is not open for free use by all is known as crown land. Right, so this seems to be. Uh, Tamer place, I guess. Because it's not haunted, it's not cursed, it's not patrolled by by game wardens. Just, you're not going to have to worry about poachers because you're allowed to hunt there, so it's not poaching. But this is the wilds, and things happen in the wilds. Adventures for this location. A band of four. A place of west is unearthed. Start this adventure. While strolling along an over-corone Woodcutton's Road, just inside the western edge of Foxfell Forest, 
you spot six shadowy shapes moving through the trees. The shapes are at least a hundred yards from you, but you can clearly discern they're human silhouettes. So I can move away from here at once. I presume that will end the adventure with little or no experience. I can investigate the shadows, or I can use divination to figure out what's up. I'll use divination. You sense a deep sadness surrounding the shadowy shapes, but do not sense that they mean you any harm. Investigate these shadows? Of course I will. You cautiously approach the group of six shapes and are surprised to discover the dark silhouettes are the shadowy, translucent forms of six humans. The shadows of three men, two women and a young girl comprise this ghostly group. The spirits do not seem to be aggressive, appear aggressive in any way, but they seem to regard you with a great deal of suspicion. The shadowy spirit of the young girl moves towards you, tears streaming down the sides of her round face. Stop them, she says, her fa- a frail voice like the soft breath of wind. Alright, I can use divination for some more clues. They will. You sense sadness and fear surrounding all six of the shadowy spirits. You also sense The spirit of the young girl wishes to lead you to the source of that which afflicts them. That's the spirit. What do you mean? Spirit's what is meant by. Stop them. Without saying a word, the spirit of the young girl moves swiftly to the north and you struggle to keep pace as you follow her into the thick of the woods. Less than 200 yards from where the six shadowy spirits were gathered. The source of their sadness is laid bare. The long deceased guide pauses at the base of a steep hill, motions to the north, where your eyes fall upon the reasons for her tears. An ancient tomb, almost entirely concealed by moss and earth, stands amidst the towering forest hardwoods. The door of the tomb is open, and standing in front of the stone structure are four men, Little that mount, doubt that these men are in the process of plundering the tomb. Our rest is over, whispers the spirit of the young girl, a frail voice choked with emotion. We will wander, there is no more rest. Before you reply, she turns and moves swiftly away, heading back in the direction of the other spirits. The four... The four robbers appear to be preparing to enter the tomb, and succeeded in opening its heavy stone door. Realising that to deal with these men, you must do so here and now. Got a few options. I can use necromancy. Although I don't feel... I feel using necromancy against tomb robbers. Sort of a double standard there. I can use telekinesis, or I could use illusion. I'm gonna just step into the open, and say, "Oi, you! Stop robbing that tomb! It's wooed." <laughs> I won't say that. I just it says, "And make your presence known." 
I can attempt to launch a sneak attack on the Tomb Wobbers. Or I can use my bow to get the Wobbers' attention. Or I could just say, actually, nope, and move away from here at once. I think I will use the skill of illusion. Just want to see what it is. It succeeded. 64 XP to illusion. The exer expertly crafted illusion of three grotting ghouls staggering out of the open tomb is all it takes to shatter the nerve of the wobbers. The four men turn and flee wildly into the forest. When they are no longer in sight, you dispel your illusion. <laughs> you turn. You turn and find the six shadowy spirits moving through the forest towards the open tomb. The silhouettes of the five long-departed men and women smile, but say nothing as they pass by you and slip into the gloom of their final resting place. Twenty behind them, the ghost of the young girl pauses and looks up at you. With no trace of the tears that previously streamed down her face, she smiles briefly before moving into the tomb behind the others disappearing from view. The tomb door creaks and slowly swings shut. You silently pray if it was closed for the last time. You certainly feel a bit more virtuous. Yeah, so that it that just grows my alignment, or it would if it wasn't already set to state saintly by wielding this shimmering silver mace somehow just somehow I mean it kind, it kind of ruins the entire alignment system if you can you can game it just by equipping the white weapons because that that's that's not how it works although admittedly the alignment system was just I think it was put in because it was expected it would be in really that's the main reason. I think pretty much everyone ends up saintly. Because everybody everybody trades in their their Icor's death equipment for the saintly equipment. Because if you if you pick up a weapon it says your alignment has now changed to genomic, you went, uh wait, wait, what? What that I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And so you swap it in for the shimmering silver weapons, and you say, your alignment has now changed to saintly. You go, okay, that doesn't make any sense, but I like it. Also, 64 XP to general. And that ends this quest. Alright, next is the other adventure in this place. An arrival... Interrupted in the thick of Fosfow Forest, starting this adventure. For the three days you've combed the southern reaches of Fosfow Forest, attempting to find the ancient standing stone marked on the map, given to you by an old peddler you, you met in Hawklaw. So far, several, save for several pieces of fallen ravage attire, a scraped elbow and a rapidly worsening 
disposition. Largely a twin patrol to train two rainy, uncomfortable nights chasing sleep in the wild with little to show for your efforts. As the sun begins to sink on the third day of the seemingly ill-fated expedition, decide that you at last decide you've had enough. It pains you to give up on the endeavour. You can't hope but feel your efforts could be put to more practical and profitable pursuits. With your mind mazed up, made up, you begin heading west, south and west, skirting around the edge of a sprawling bog, following a course that will take you to the southern border of the forest, where a much woken west rendezvous with civilization awaits. Alright. You're nearly an hour into the trek out of the forest, when you suddenly become aware of a strange pulsing hum coming from somewhere to the east, moving swiftly in direction of the noise, doing your best to avoid the briars that reach out to snag you at seemingly every turn. You soon discover the source of the strange sound. Hovering barely an inch above the leaf-strewn forest floor, its dazzling go bathing the surrounding foliage in a pale, flickering light is a broad wing of crackling white energy, a swirling black core from which animates a pulsing hum fill, fills the centre of the wing. Uh, okay, looks like it's some sort of it's some sort of gate, and that probably means bad news. Because gates nearly always mean bad news. After carefully surveying the scene for several moments, making certain you're alone, you cautiously move in for a closer look. Within only a few y yards of the crackling wing of energy, when the pulsing hum abruptly stops, you instinctively freeze in mid-step and draw yourself into a guarded stance as an armoured figure drenched in a dazzling white aura, rises up from the centre of the wing. The figure lands softly on the ground next to the strange portal, and the light enveloping its bulky form rapidly fades, revealing a tall, armour-clad man, whose gloved hands grip the haft of a wooden shaft staff. The man turns his broad, bearded face in your direction and gives a start. You're not who I've come here to meet, he says in a low, unpleasant tone. Perhaps you'll be so kind as to scamper along before any unintended harm comes to you. Okay, so quite a lot of options here. I can just... Attack him. Okay, well, I'm not going to do that yet until I know something. I can tell him to leave. can leave as requested. I can ask his pardon for the intrusion. I can demand to know what's going on. Politely inquire about what's going on here. Or I could use divination to get some clue as to what's happening. I will use divination. It succeeded. 4x speed to divination. You, you channel your power of divination and immediately sense a strong aura of evil surrounding the man. Okay. So, gate opened in the middle of it, nowhere. 
man with strong gore of evil. Yeah, yeah, this looks like... It looks like I'm probably going to end up having to fight him. Or fighting that, whatever he gates in from the other world while he runs away. Okay. Politely inquire about what's going on here. First, I might as well give the perception of being polite. I'm probably going to have to fight him eventually, but I'd be nice at first. Politely inquire about what is going on here. The Arbor Man's expression quickly changes to a frown. I suggest you mind your own affairs, he says coldly. In fact, you'll best be on your way. You're quite certain you've been issued a warning. Okay, I would demand to know what's going on here. No, you boldly demand to know what's going on here. The armoured man's expression swiftly crisps into a scowl. Nothing here is any concern of yours, he snarls. You'd best be on your way. I'll not give you so friendly a warning again. Okay. I'm not going to leave. How about you leave? You're some being from an alternate universe. I I live in this kingdom. You don't. You leave. You leave. <laughs> that is a bit xenophobic, but I did detect an awe of evil. So leave. You boldly tell the armoured man to leave. He sneers the response and holds up his staff. Slowly tipping the tip of the sturdy weapon. Permit me to be quite clear, he says softly. This is your last warning. Leave now. So, it's, 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 it's down to two options. Leave as requested, and presumably permit him to do something bad. Probably something bad. If not here, then somewhere else. Or I can attack him. Those are the two options. I'm going to attack him. Because I did detect that awe of evil. And he's being a bit of a jerk too. Attack him. It seems that the armoured man has anticipated your next move. As you launch your attack, he fumbles with his staff. Attempting to level the weapon at you. So, a few options here. I could just rush forward and attack him. I could use elementalism, telekinesis, or archery. I think I'll use telekinesis. It succeeded. 4xp to telekinesis. You channel your power telekinesis. Project a powerful, invisible force that slams into the unsuspecting man, sending him, sending him staggering backwards several feet, hoping to press your momentary advantage. You're about to rush forward and attack the, attack the bewildered man when your attention is suddenly drawn to a new and more immediate threat. Several large, several dark shapes are rapidly rising out of the energy wind portal. You watch in mounting horror as the dark shapes rising out of the core of the portal 
come to rest on the ground next to the man whose dark magic has summoned them. In unison, the shapes rise up before their other master, as the gloom that cloaks them rapidly melts away, revealing four chain-clad skeletons, the undead warriors, each clutching a small wooden buckler and brandishing a short sword, turn to face you. Then, as if heeding an unspoken command, the gruesome band staggers forward, each of his fleshless members hissing wildly. Obviously, I mean, I could flee, but I'm not going to do that, obviously. So I'm going to hold my ground and engage the skeletons. With the shrill hisses of the chain-clad skeletons echoing throughout the forest, you bravely hold your ground and engage the first of the undead warriors. Begin combat with just a skeleton, just a regular skeleton. It hisses as it snaps, slashes at you, and I bash it. Yep, just caved its head in. The second skeleton steps over the shattered remains of the first and attacks, swiping it through its glistening base. It's the skeleton. And bash! I just strike it right in the right in the rib cage, just knocking out three vertebrae in one go, and the thing just collapses, collapses into a big pile, and it can't even move its arms or anything. Yes, begin. It is slain. Another six XP. You step forward and draw yourself into a combat-ready stance. As the third skeleton closes to it, its sword poised to cut you down. The third skeleton hisses as it slashes and is slain. Another 6 XP. The last of the skeletons, its chain armor clinking, hisses wildly as it staggers forward and attacks. Begin combat with the fourth and final skeleton. I went into battle rage. Ah, stop covering for that bad guy. Ah. Six XP. As the last skeleton crumbles into a heap of splintered bone, the armoured man, his face twisted into a hideous snarl, steps back and raises his staff. Your eyes were immediately drawn to the energy wind portal, out of the core of which rises a lone, dark figure. The figure stands next to its summoner, and the shadows surrounded it immediately melt away, revealing a black, armoured skeleton. The fierce of undead Talor, its fleshless digits clutching a large axe, Kisses softly before swiftly staggering towards you. So once again, I could run, but obviously I'm not going to. So I'm going to hold my ground and engage the armoured skeleton. You quickly find yourself in a brutal fight against the black armoured skeletal fiend. Yes, there we are. Hiss the armoured skeleton hisses as it hacks at you and is slain again because it's undead. 11 XP. 
the armoured skeleton staggers to its left and collapses into a heap of splintered bone and twisted metal. The maid curses and swiftly levels his staff at you, unleashing a searing blast of white energy that streaks towards your head. So I can dodge or use fortification. I will use fortification. He succeeded. Four XP to fortification. You hastily channel your power fortification and breathe a sigh of relief as a shimmering curtain of red sparkles appear appears before you only a split second before the arrival of the energy bolt. The blast slams into your magical barrier and explodes into a cloud of countless glowing sparks. The impact leaves you momentarily shaken but otherwise unharmed. The armoured man curses. The armoured mage leaps back to the edge of the portal and whaps the end of his staff against the ground three times. The wing of crackling white energy emits a rapid pulsing hum and begins to shrink. You'd best not linger here if you value your life, he says. Coldly, I wish you luck, friend. With that, he turns, steps into the portal and begins sinking out of sight into the, into the magical gate's black, churning core. So, I could just allow him to depart or I could use telekinesis or archery to get one final blow in. I will use archery. It succeeded. 4xp to archery. Your arrow flies straight and true, piercing the armoured man's chest, just beneath his white breast. He cries out in agony and clutches at the wound only a split second before sinking out of sight into the swirling centre of the portal. Well, he's not going to be coming back. Without a sound, the portal vanishes, leaving behind no trace of either itself or the armoured man who descended into its churning core. After examining the ground upon which the energy wind gate rested, and finding nothing of any particular interest, you prepare to make your way out of the forest. Suddenly, a soft crunch from behind sends your pulse racing. Instinctively spin round and assume a combat-ready stance, only to find a small legion of rotting corpses staggering towards you out of the surrounding trees. The seven wag-clad undead moan ominously as they steadily close in. So, this is what I can do. I can hold my ground and engage the seven corpses, or I could run. Once again, run. Zoop does not run. Unless it's from one of those foes which is impossible to defeat when you first encounter it and you have to do something else in the dungeon so you can defeat it. In which case, I won then. But I don't run from just some regular skeletons. Well, regular corpses, that is. With grim determination, you quickly manoeuvre yourself into a spot where you can face the encroaching undead one at a time, moaning eerily, 
the first of the staggering corpses, lurches forward and attacks. I attack the staggering corpse, begin combat with it. The corpse moans as it swipes at you and is slain. 6 XP, Sorp slumps the ground at your feet. Is the second one. Just gonna pause now. Determined to withstand their attack, he defiantly engaged the next of the Wizen Dead. It's the second staggering corpse, which moans as it swipes at you. Slain, 6 XP, slumps the ground to your feet. Alright, I'll just quick combat these. 6 XP for that one. Number 4. Corpse moans as it swipes at you. 6xp, number 5. Same again. Just on a lookout for any sort of special attacks. Corpse moans as it swipes at you. Stomps your ground defeat, 6xp. Determined to withstand their attack. You defiantly engage the last of your undead foes. Alright. The seventh and final staggering corpse, Ronas that swipes you and is slain. 6 XP, the last of the corpses, slumps to the ground at your feet. Stepping back from the mangled remains of the undead strewn about the forest floor at your feet, you wipe away the sweat streaming down your brow and quickly check over your gear. You allow yourself a long exhale as you cast your weary gaze about the surrounding forest. Thankfully, it appears that you are at last alone. You make a thorough search of the remains of your undead foes. So it's some pretty common loot that I'm going to sell later for some cash. Search if you haven't overlooked anything. You take one last look around before preparing to set off on your way. Long after leaving the forest, your encounter with the armoured, staff-wielding man remains at the fore of your thoughts. You wonder what it was he was up to in the lonely thick, the sprawling wood, or whether or not you will ever again find yourself face to face with him and his undead minions. Thankful to have escaped the chance encounter relatively unscathed, but having all but forgotten about the unreliable map given to you by the peddler and Hawklaw. Decide that you might just have had enough of the world's wilder places. At least for the next small while. Okay, so that finishes this little adventure. For 256 experience to general. And 16 XP to all skills and powers. Now, there's one more thing that I can do in Fox, in Foxtail Forest, and that's to visit the Hall of Stone, which I will. Right now, there we go. You're standing in the thick of Foxfell Forest before a broad set of stone steps descend steep, steeply into the dark opening in the earth. Several nearby cracks and weathered slabs of stone bear ancient, engraved Adivari symbols serve to mark the location as a tomb. Owing to your mastery of lore, you are able to determine that the Adivari symbols roughly translate to 
Hall of Stone. You can west here. You just restore your stamina points. You find what appears to be a relatively soaked location nearby to settle down to west and recover. Thankfully, your west passes without incident, leaving you refreshed and eager to resume your adventures. Okay, descend the stairs. Okay, so this dungeon, it, it's, it's waffle-shaped. Yeah, that, that's what it is. It, it's shaped like a mini waffle. You know, it's got four, it's got four little holes in, and it's five by five. That's the shape it is. Mini waffle shape. You're standing at the bottom of the stairs that lead up and out of the ancient Ardavari tomb. Yes, or you could say it's shaped like a Battenberg. I'm in the north side. Right in the middle of the north bit. Elaborate engravings, most depicting a sword-wielding warrior in battle, adorn the walls of this grand tomb. An eerie silence fills these dark, twisting passages. Okay. The towering statue of an Ardivaria warrior stands atop the ornate pedestal, the corner of the passage. The statue, which depicts an armoured man swinging a sword, is perched atop a broad stone base. Approach the statue. The instant you approach the statue, the sharp, unmistakable sound of crackling stone fills the air. You instinctively fall back and assume a defensive stance as the towering, sculpted warrior begins to move. The statue steps off its base and starts towards you. Its heavy footfall sending tremors through the floor beneath your feet. I'm going to hold my ground and engage this statue. You bravely hold your ground, prepared to engage the towering stone tower, now bearing down on it's a guardian statue. Ooh, your weapon is ineffective against this enemy. Alright. Hmm. But I can use magic. So I will. You assail your foe with a deadly blast of negative Neville energy. 54 damage, then 45 damage, then 36. And it is slain. 25 XP. You step back from the heap of rubble at your feet, thankful to survive the brutal melee. Large heap of rubble is all that remains of the guardian statue that recently stood here lies in the middle of the passage. Okay. A series of thundering stomps precedes the sudden arrival of a massive being of stone at the edge of your light. The hulking figure, made in up entirely out of enormous stone blocks, pauses only briefly before continuing towards you, its mighty fists weighs in anticipation of dealing you a single decisive blow. It's a stone sentry. It swats at me. And this stone sentry has a lot of health. But I've just got into battle waves. Look, I just wanted to wop this tomb. What are you bothering about? Ah. 
you leap back as the massive being of stone topples forward, crumbling into a pile of rubble as its stony bulk smashes into the floor. Suddenly, you watch in horror as the pile of stone before you begins to twitch. Then, in a blur of motion, the remnants of the mighty stone guardian rise into the air as the fearsome being swiftly rebuilds itself. You instinctively draw yourself into a combat-ready stance and prepare to, f- to face the risen stone terror. It's, it's, it's the risen stone sentry. And it swats at me. Keeps swatting. And I keep bashing. Bash, 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 bash. Went into battle rage. Stay down this time! You leap back as the massive being of stone topples forward, crumbling into a pile of rubble as its stony bulk smashes into the floor suddenly. Watching horror as the pile of stone before you before you begins to twitch. Then in a blur of motion, the remnants The remnants of the fearsome of the mighty stone guardian rise into the air as the fearsome being swiftly rebuilds itself. You instinctively withdraw yourself draw yourself into a combat ready stance and prepare to face the wee wizen stone terror. So wee wizen stone sentry. Okay, this time stay down. I said stay down as I go into battle range. It is slain. You leap back as the massive being of stone topples forwards, crumbling into a pile of rubble as its stony bulk smashes into the floor. 32 experience to general. You remain in a defensive posture for several moments, expecting the stone being to again take form out of the pile of rubble, when it becomes apparent that your fearsome guardian is at last defeated. You relax your guard and breathe a long overdue sigh of relief. After taking a few moments to recover from the battle, you once again set off through the dark. Your every sense alert for the first sign of danger. So those are the random battles you get here. There are several more of those around. Now I'm going into the centre of of the waffle. What's in the where then? With the north-south path and the east-west path join up right in the middle. You're standing in a large circular chamber. Four ornate arches tower above the thresholds of the passages that exit the room to the north, south, east and west. A long stone pith dominates the centre of the chamber. Standing before the plinth. His blue aura washing over his gloomy surroundings is the glowing apparition of a young man, the spirit clad in armour that bears the art markings of an ancient Adivari warrior. Briefly looks up at you before quickly averting his gaze. Oh, hello there, spirit. I'm going to approach the spirit. The spirit speaks as you approach, its whispered voice filling the chamber like a sudden rush of wind. Bring me the disc, and the way below can be opened. You must help me. You must return to me what is mine, so I may sleep. Suddenly, 
a bright blue glow. It's your identical to that of the aura surrounding the phantasmal figure. Envelops you. The glow rapidly fades, leaving you with a strange, tingling sensation in your hands. The stone ones. You may now wend, says the spirit. You make several attempts to speak with the spirit, but the apparition falls silent and looks away. All right, stone ones. So it must mean these ones in the corner, because I could already raise the stone sentries. The towering statue of an ancient Ardavari warrior stands atop, stands atop the ornate pedestal at the corner of the passage. The statue, which depicts an armoured man with his hands resting on his hips, is perched atop a broad stone bridge. Approach the statue. The instant you approach the statue, the sharp, unmistakable sound of crackling stone fills the air. You instinctively fall back and assume a defensive stance as the towering sculpted warrior begins to move. The statue steps off its base and starts towards you, its heavy footfall sending tremors through the floor beneath your feet. Hold your ground and engage the statue. You bravely hold your ground, prepared to engage the towering stone tower, now bearing down on you. It's a guardian statue. Oh, so now my mace works as it swats at me. Bash, 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 bash. It is slain. 24 XP. You step back from the heap of rubble at your feet, thankful to survive the brutal melee. Okay, going into the southwest corner, from the southeast corner, approach the statue. Surprise, surprise, it comes to life because they always do. Honestly, I think I, I think it, I think I'd be shocked if I passed the statue and it didn't come to life. Well, except except those towering statues of adventurers. I don't think they're coming to life. Cause that would be Either really cool or really, really bad. Hold your ground and engage the statues anyway. Just you bravely hold your ground, prepare to engage the towering stone tower now bearing down on you. It's a guardian statue. I swing the mace and the guardian statue swats at me. Ooh, it went through by defences with the devastating blow and is slain. Another 24 XP. You step back from the heap of rubble at your feet. Thankful to survive the brutal melee. Okay, what more to go? One more corner to go. Northwest corner. The towering statue of an ancient Ardavari warrior stands atop the ornate pedestal at the corner of the passage. The statue, which depicts an armoured man about to draw his sword, is perched on a broad stone base. Approach it. The instant you approach the statue, the sharp, unmistakable sound of cracking stone fills the air. Instinctively fall back and assume a defensive stance as the towering, sculpted warrior begins to move. The... The statue steps off of its base and starts towards you. 
his heavy footfall sending tremors through the floor at your feet. Hold your ground and engage the statue. You bravely hold your ground, prepared to engage the towering stone tower, now bearing down on you as a guardian statue. And it swats at me. But it's not very well. Your enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 25 damage. That's probably the only damage it's going to do, though, because it is now slain. 24 XP, 15, 15 healed from that. You step back on the, because you, you heal a bit after every fight where you take damage. You step back from the heap of rubble at your feet, thankful to survive the brutal melee. After quickly checking over equipment, you once again set off through the gloom. Suddenly... After quickly checking over your equipment, you make a search of the statue's remains. Discover a small bone disc. The curious object bears several engraved symbols of ancient Anavari origin. Recalling that the glowing spirit asks you to recover the disc, you slip it in amongst your other belongings before cautiously resuming your explorations. Please note, the bone disc will not appear as a normal item in your inventory. Yes, there are various reasons to do it. This is a dungeon you could leave, so you could just store this and then not be able to do the dungeon. Yeah, I guess that's one of the reasons. Another thing is you really don't want to make a whole item when you're only going to keep it for about 12 seconds. One, two, three, four, five. Yep, yes. Here we are. Back in the middle, here's the spirit. Approach the spirit. 8xp to general. As you approach the spirit, the bone disc you're carrying adopts a black, dazzling blue hue and flies out from among your possessions. The thin bone piece swirls about in a dizzying pattern before coming to rest in the non-corporeal palm of the spirit's outstretched hands. A lone rumble fills the chamber and several violent shudders run beneath your feet. With a mix of apprehension and wonder, you watch as an entire section of floor sinks away revealing a steep set of steps that descend into darkness. When you look up, you are startled to discover there is no longer any sign of the spirit. Okay, descend. A long stone plinth dominates the centre of the chamber. Next to the plinth, a set of steps descend into darkness. Descend the stairs. As you warily descend the stairs, you're startled by a soft blue aura suddenly envelops your hands. After just a few seconds, the glow fades. Hmm. This aura, I presume it lets me do something or fight something. You're standing in the bottom of a set of stone steps descend to the first level of this ancient tomb. 
Okay, so this is a pretty simple little dungeon. It's just one circle. Circle around. I will go clockwise. Your gaze is subtly drawn to something blue. Glowing just up ahead, lying at the edge of the passage. You rarely approach the glow and are surprised to discover the pl a pale blue translucent image of a battered shield resting on the floor. Take the shield. I will. What was this? Network change was detected? Well, that's... Take the shield again. But properly this time. 4 XP to general. You reach down to pick up the shield. But your hand passes right through the ghostly object. You're about to make a second attempt when the shield suddenly vanishes. Okay, whatever it was supposed to do, it's done. The passage suddenly shakes as a massive being of stone stomps out of the gloom ahead. The fearsome Banimov. Its square head nearly brushing against the ceiling draws to a halt as it appears to carefully study you. Then, this mighty arm swinging at its sides and its heavy footfall sending tremors along the corridor. The stone guardian strides forward and attacks stone guardian. And it punches me. I don't want to be punched. Why are you punching me? Is it because I'm de Is it because I'm desecrating this tomb? Even though I've talked to the spirit in the tomb and the I'm actually on a mission from the spirit in this tomb? Well, what's going on here? I mean, usually when things in a tomb attack you, it's because the primary ghost of the tomb doesn't like you, but here I'm working for the primary ghost. Is this... Did the people who entombed this guy not like him or something? Or did someone come around later and place some sort of curse? Who knows? Where's those... The thing is, it's a tomb, so the statues have to come to life. It's the walls. It's just the walls. You have slain your foe. 41 XP. You step back from the pile of stone heaped at your feet and wipe the sweat from your brow as you struggle to catch your breath. To taking a few minutes to recover from the brutal fight, you quickly check over your gear before once again setting off along the passage. Well, that's quite a lot of XP for a random encounter. Okay, can I get another one of those to turn up? Yeah, just going backwards and forwards, hoping I'm uh, trying to bump into another one of those, but nope. Your gaze is suddenly drawn to something blue glowing just up ahead, lying at the edge of the passage. You rarely approach the glow. And a surprise to discover the pale blue, translucent image of a cloven hoe resting on the floor. Take the helm! That's four XP to general. You reach down and pick up the helm. But your hand presses right through the ghostly object. You're about to make a second attempt, and the helm suddenly vanishes. 
Well, it's done whatever it's got to do. Okay. Nearly keep going clockwise. And your gaze is subtly drawn to something blue glowing just ahead. You warily approach the glow and are surprised to discover the pale blue translucent image of a rusty sword lying on the floor. Take the sword. 4xp to general. You reach down and pick up the sword. But your hand passes right through the ghostly object. You're about to make a second attempt when the sword suddenly vanishes. Okay, I'm just going to do another loop of this tomb. See if I can get into myself into another random battle. And looks like I can't. Climb the stairs. Cautiously climb the stairs. Uh, a long stone cliff decorates, dominates the centre of the chamber. Resting atop the cliff are the skeletal remains of an armoured Ardavari warrior. Next to the plinth, a set of steps descends into darkness. Examine the skeletal remains. You stick up to the plinth and carefully examine the armoured skeleton. The rusted sword, the battered shield and cloven helm discovered on the lower level of the tomb are lying, are lying next to the remains. Now appears the restless spirits you have previously encountered here is at last at peace. As you stand looking over the remains, you suddenly take note of a soft, soft blue, blue glow surrounding your hands. When you draw up your hands to take a look, closer look, however, a strange aura fades. 64 XP to general. Still pondering the significance of the odd occurrence, you step away from the plinth. Okay. Hmm. So, oh, it's one of those stone trenches. Quick combat. It rises. Quick combat. It rises again. Quick combat. Oh man, these are tough. 32 XP for one of those. And a quick heal. Thing. That's all I can really do here. Alright, stone sentry. Quick combat. Rises. Quick combat. Rises again. Quick combat. And heal. And there we are. 32 XP to general. You relax your guard and breathe a long overdue sigh of relief. Taking a few moments to recover from Frassel, you once again set off through the dark. Your every sense alert for the first sign of danger suddenly. The nerving quiet falls over the Hall of Stone. Success. You successfully cleared the Hall of Stone. Please note, though you managed to clear this dungeon, there may or may not be more left to discover here. You can if you wish, continue to explore the Hall of Stone. Hall of Stone will, after a time, reset itself, allowing you the opportunity to once again explore and clear it. 64 XP to general. 
in a carefully concealed alcove in the tomb's upper level, you discover a large collection of items and valuables. Okay, I'm just going to take some of them. Banded sleeves, well classed. Hide quest, well classed. Yep, some of those are going to sell for a pretty penny. And also, 96 gold. 60 of it in four trinkets, which I will sell next time I get to a shop, presumably. After searching through the cache and making certain you haven't overlooked anything, you step out of the hidden alcove and cautiously set off through the gloom. Okay, what about the other stairs? Is it still cleared there? Yeah, it's cleared. Yeah, just... Just wondering, if I do two more loops, that's one loop. Looping round the bottom again. Nope. And, yep, climb the stairs. Okay, that, that's, I think that's everything you can do in that little game. In that little in the Hall of Stone. So there are two things you can do there. You can clear out the monsters, clear out the, the roaming statues, and you can help help that spirit get his get his body we prepared somehow. Alright, so this it's done with. Once again, this is this is one of those clearable dungeons. There's just ten of these in the game, so if you wait a bit, wait a bit, and it will go back to normal. We'll go back to how it was, and you better fight the monsters again and help the spirit out again. That's it. And probably more importantly, you'll be able to. You'll be able to loot that. You'll be able to do that big loot drop again. Because the, the primary reason you do the re, replayable dungeons is you get these big shiny loot drops at the end of them. I mean, you get a bit of XP, but it's not it's not major. It's pro probably on the lower level for XP per minute. Because I'm probably going to have to do some sort of time journey to figure that out but climb the stairs and leave it's been cleared okay now i'm going to get to somewhere where you can save what about the city of pakura will probably do where there is another adventure here called a lonely stretch of road maybe i'll do that next time maybe i'll do something else we'll just see but for now, I'm going to save. And now I'm going to... And for now, farewell, fellow adventurers. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.